Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Ballard. Hello and welcome to this episode. This is Alvern. And today we'll be looking at the ultimate guide to freelance marketing consultant rates. Siobhana needed help promoting her small business, but she didn't know what are the current freelance marketing consultant rates. This is important for her because she didn't want to pay too much for digital marketing services. Yes, leads and sales are important to the survival of any business. Like many entrepreneurs and small business owners, Siobhan prefers spending time doing what she enjoys. She just was not interested in learning to become a digital marketer herself. Let me know if you face these similar challenges or struggles like Siobhan. You need some leads and sales in your business this year, or should I say some more leads and sales in your business this year. Setting up a 12-month marketing plan is outside your comfort zone. You like showing up on social media, but you don't have a marketing strategy in place. Terms like ROAS, abandoned card emails, CTR, conversion rate, LTV, and MMR are way outside your wheelhouse. If only there was a way to figure out the cost of a marketing consultant so that you can include them in your marketing budget. In this resource, you'll discover simple strategies to plan, budget, and hire the digital marketing strategists to significantly increase your business revenue. So what or who is a marketing consultant anyway? Well, for the purposes of this resource, a marketing consultant is someone who works alongside a business at a strategic level and lead their marketing plan. In many cases, a business will hire a marketing consultant to fix issues like underperforming campaigns. Sometimes they are brought in to help an organization adopt a more cohesive approach to the marketing strategy. Ideally, there would be need um, to be a budget set aside for marketing spend and your con- marketing consultant can oversee how to spend that effectively. Your marketing consultant should help you get a good return on your marketing spend as well. Your marketing consultant can look at the historical data from your marketing spend versus results over the last three to 12 months or even three years and give you their wise insights based on you know the experience, etc. It is important to note that even the best marketing consultants are not magicians. They don't have control over external forces, economic factors, market trends, wars, or even making things go viral. Okay, now that we've cleared that out of the way, let's continue further. So what's the difference then between a social media manager, a marketing assistant, uh, a marketing manager, and a marketing consultant? So before we look at the rates, it's important to understand all these different roles that promote your business. Let's spend some time understanding who these people are and what they do. First off, a social media ma- manager. Depending on the size of your business, you may already have someone who looks after your social media accounts. Their role will be to develop a plan for the social media channels, write the copy, create the graphics, schedule all that content, and they would also look at the performance of the content, suggest ways to improve the results of their marketing efforts or their social media efforts. Another vital role would be to keep up with the latest trends and grow the social media community for the business. Loads. (laughs) Next, we've got the marketing assistant or also called the marketing coordinator. So how does that differ differ from the social media manager? Um, 
in the first place, or they're also called marketing, marketing specialists. Well, a marketing assistant, also known as a marketing coordinator, does just that. They assist. They are not responsible for leading a specific strategy. In most cases, the business owner makes a plan and the marketing assistant would help implement the plan in the business. They can create graphics from existing templates, transcribe um, copy. So, for example, the business owner will actually, um, what do you call it, send an audio file with what to write in the social media content. And the, the marketing assistant slash coordinator will actually take that and transcribe it into, you know, readable format. Um, they will pull all of the com- and all of the reports of social media and compile it so that someone else can interpret that. So that's a marketing assistant slash coordinator slash specialist. So what about a marketing manager? If you decide to hire a marketing manager in your business, here are a few things that you, you can expect. They, they, they expect to be hired on a full-time basis. The marketing manager would own, plan, develop the marketing strategy for the business across multiple channels. It is their responsibility to deliver those results that they promised. Um, and if they don't, if of course, like I said, <laughs> they don't have, they don't, they don't have magician. If it's something happens like a war or, you know, all these things that can happen, terrorist attack, whatever, you know, they can do their best based on the market situation. The kind of results that you can expect from a marketing manager will be centered around leads, not sales. So very important. If you look at the typical customer journey, where you have awareness, interest, consideration, and retention, the marketing manager is responsible for awareness and interest. However, they also assist with consideration phase where the sale takes place. And just to clarify there, they're responsible for leads. And these leads has to be, you know, all tuned according to the target audience. It can't be any random leads, of course. Um, otherwise, they would not convert to sales. Okay. Um, so what's the difference then between a marketing manager and a marketing consultant? As a general rule, the marketing manager is treated like a full-time employee. They don't work with other businesses, so they are an in-house marketer. However, a marketing consultant would be more like a freelancer or independent advisor who is brought in for a short period of time, like three to six months. could be longer. It could be ongoing, depending on the needs of the business. They are more objective in their approach to marketing solutions. Their fees tend to be higher than when compared to a marketing manager. Or should I even say lower when they compare to a marketing manager? Not necessarily higher. Higher in terms of um, the amount of time that is spent is like, for example, a marketing manager will work 40 hours a week. The um, marketing consultant will work less than probably five hours a week and their fees would tend to be not like when you compare 40 hours with, with three with three or five hours, It's it, it will be higher per hour compared to a marketing manager, if that makes sense. Um, marketing director do would be you know different again. So that's all very confusing. But but let's let's move on. Let's not stick there. So what are the seven signs that you need? Um, seven signs that you can look out for that you know that you need a marketing consultant. You can be confused like what do I need? Do I need a social media manager? Do I need a marketing assistant? Do I need a marketing manager? What do I need? What do I need? So if you're feeling a bit confused about because you're, you're not really sure who they need, who you need, you have seven clear signs that you need a marketing consultant. Number one, you're looking for someone shorten, three to six months to come in, set up over a marketing plan and say goodbye or help implement at some point and then say goodbye. Number two, your business online presence includes several organic channels, including a blog, several social media channels, a podcast, a YouTube, a Pinterest. They also include paid campaigns across social um, Google, Google ads, Facebook ads, TikTok ads. You know, you have so much going on. 
and you don't have someone who owns the whole the whole you know effort um, so right now everything feels disparate you're looking for a more cohesive approach to your digital marketing efforts that's number four number five you are not really sure which digital channels are the top contributors to sales awareness and retention so in other words you know you're getting the money and you know you're doing well but you don't actually know which channels is driving which sales so if you have like five different products which channels is giving you sales on the first product second product third fourth fifth maybe that's just a channel product different channel for a different product which one are the you know, high value customers where are they coming from you know all of those uh, interesting questions it would be lovely if you had a better visibility this is number six now it would be lovely if you had better visibility into the customer journey from awareness of consideration so apart from which channels what do they do as they head on that journey towards making that buying decision what articles do they read how many touch points do they have before they actually convert you know all of those fun things <laughs> that you need to consider are you doing last click of or last click or first click in terms of attribution i mean there's just so many things number seven you need help improving your offers and product suite in order to go from a six-figure business to a seven-figure business because it's one thing to have all of this thing coming in but you don't know what it is you need to get to that next level so that's seven things okay all together by the way if you need access to the show notes head over to success and scramble.com forward slash ep274 and you get access to all the things i'm telling you here in the show notes okay so current current let's look at some current freelance marketing consultant rates because you want to know right now you, you're here you want to know how, like how much how much should be you be paying your marketing consultant now as you know what they do you've heard the seven things somehow you three out of the four or four out of the, three out of the seven you know very well that this is what you need so we've come this far because you know for sure what you need is a marketing consultant however you are not quite sure how much you should expect to pay to hire that person do you have the budget for it can you afford one so according to a report by credo the average hourly rate for marketing consultant depending on the years of experience is drum roll a <laughs> hundred and fifty dollars an hour um that might sound like a lot for some people that might not sound like a lot for some people you're probably thinking that you could pay them a flat fee of fifteen hundred dollars a month or maybe three thousand dollars a month depending on your budget of that you have available if you're a six-figure business it just depends however remember that they will not be as expensive as a regular marketing director which has an annual salary of a minimum of one hundred fifty thousand a year there's no need to pay a marketing consultant twelve thousand five hundred a month unless you are a multi-million dollar organization with a team of 100 employees in marketing alone the beauty of hiring a marketing consultant on a part-time business is that you get the impact of your marketing expertise without the ridiculous price tag. So someone like me um, can do a project-based fees around $7,500 over a three-month period. In fact, other names for these types of marketing consultants include a fractional CMO or fractional chief marketing officer or fractional director of marketing. So now that you know the price of how much how much they normally charge is an hourly fee of one hundred and fifty. They do sometimes they do like flat fees, etc. How do you budget this into your marketing plan? How do you figure out can you afford it? Now, now that you have that freelance marketing consultant rate, it's time to figure this thing out. It's a standard practice to set aside twenty percent of your sales as part of your marketing budget. 
I've seen other places online where the, fig- the figure is much lower because they are saying that it depends on the target audience. In fact, I've seen suggestions of between 2% and 10% of sales. And again, it can be 2% of a multi-million dollar company, and even that might be too small. Um, after working with several businesses over the years, what I've seen work effectively is a budget of somewhere between 10% and 25% of sales. Included in the figure is a course of hiring team members as a social media manager, copywriter, graphic designer, ads managers, SEO specialists, etc. By the way, copywriters are not cheap and the work that they do is very, very effective. SEO specialists do require a long-term view. Say, for example, 12 months of work, whereas you know, the copywriter is just project work. You get them to do sales page, emails um, uh, twice a year, and that's it. So let's look at a a practical budget example, real life one. If your business is doing $15,000 a month and you decide to set aside 20% of that figure every month, then you'll have a monthly budget of $3,000 available to spend on marketing. This will work for a short-term marketing campaign, for example. It's not a lot, I have to tell you, it's not a lot. Um, For example, a social media manager could be between $500 and $800 a month um, if you want to outsource that. Um, and then if you hire someone who does the marketing, like a marketing consultant for you, um, and an SEO special, you know, it, again, it starts adding up. Um, by the way, you should uh, be doing three to four launches a year on top of the evergreen. So say you have an evergreen um, consistent income coming on $15,000 uh, $15, a month. You should be doing three to four launches a year on top of that, on top of that evergreen money, on top of the evergreen effort revenue, which will help you to have a, a much bigger budget for, for marketing. So for example, um, you have $15,000 a month and then when you do when you launch, when you do, do a launch of a, a product, product launch or course launch or whatever it is, you'd have an additional 30000 every three months that you can you know dedicate towards marketing. Um, if you need help, by the way, uh, helping with Evergreen and your launch campaigns, so for example, you didn't know you need to launch three or four times a year or you you suck at launches or, you know, whatever that is, you should check out my portfolio. I've left a link in the show notes. Head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP274 to get access to it. And you can see how I've helped other businesses like yours to go from, um, say, $15,000 a month uh, all the way up to $100,000 a month in revenue. You can start to exponentially improve your business results by just hiring a fractional CMO for as little as $5,000 or $1,000 a month on an as-needed basis. There's also the option to hire a good consultant on a project-by-project business for a flat fee or flat rate. Okay, so you probably um, have a number of questions that you need to clear up before taking that next step. So let's look at the most frequently asked questions that many small businesses have before hiring their first fractional director of marketing. Number one, how much should I pay a marketing consultant? The reality is that it depends on a few factors. The skills you need in your business right now, what results you're hoping to achieve, their experience level, how much budget you have available for each month, the quality of the work of the work that they're going to produce for you or that you need because there's the quality of the work that they produce and the quality of work that you actually need. While the average rate is $150 an hour, there's also wiggle room to do the profit share to sweeten the deal. So for example, you might say, okay, can we afford... $500 a month, and um, on top of that, I will give you 3% of revenue uh, that you generate, for example, or revenue 
or profit increase, whatever it is. Number two, second question, what is an acceptable marketing budget when considering bringing in, bringing on a marketing consultant? Yeah, so there are many, many sources online that suggest a budget between 2 and 5% of sales. However, based on my experience, you're better off setting aside between 10% and 25% of sales. The reason for this is that you need to hire a small team to help you implement your marketing plan. You can just hire a marketing assistant, for example, and pay that person, say, $500, $1,000 a month to help you implement what it is you need. And as that business grows, you keep hiring, hiring more team members. Number three, what kind of results can you expect from a marketing consultant? Again, it really depends on why you want to hire them in the first place. What type of work would you like them to do? So before rushing off and hiring someone to help you um, execute marketing plans for your business, spend time thinking about why you want to hire them in the first place. Are you looking to increase sales or leads by 10%? Make a brand, your brand more lovable? Increase market share? Get help with an ad campaign? or get more visibility around your customer journey. When you know what you need, then you'll be able to uh, better able to choose the perfect match for the job because not all marketing consultants are created equal. They don't all do the same thing. For example, making your brand more lovable. That's not something I would do because I'm not into branding, but some, some marketing consultants do that. Unlike a regular employee, lunch hours, sick days, vacation time, will not be a worry for you because this person is a freelancer. Number four, what should be included in your marketing budget? Now, this is a great question and it's easy to forget all the many things that you need to promote your business. Here's a short list of things, of the things that you should include. Tools, software, and apps. Tools like, you know, your CRM, um, software that you use, like for example, Canva, you've got a monthly budget for Canva, um, any kind of social media um, schedulers, you know, all of those things you need to include in your budget. A percentage of your utility bills like heat, light, broadband, and phone, because you need your phone to put your apps to actually um, comment, engage, and post and stuff on social media. So remember that as well. Employees and freelancers, if you have those, your ad spend, memberships and subscriptions, training, coaching, office space. That Those are eight things that people tend to forget when it comes to their marketing budget. As you can see or hear, it is quite easy to forget all the things that go into promoting your business. For me, I always, always, always forget the apps and the storage. Always. Storage, you know, because you have to store all of these things. I have, I pay for storage every month on my phone and I also pay Google storage as well. I just saw on my, my, um, my bank account a charge for, you know, Apple, uh, Apple subscription. I'm just like, what's that for? And I have to go in and see what, what app it is. It's for VSCO. I forgot that it's there. You know, it's, it's everything that's, you know, it just all adds up at the end of the day. Because I need VSO, VSEO to make the the, the um, reels, videos look a little bit more aesthetic. So I use that as well. So, you know, all of those, are, it's like, okay, it's a yearly fee, so it's easy to forget. Um, things to clean up your laptop, you know, there's just so many things, so many things that you buy when, when the subscriptions that you apply, that you, you know, you buy every month, every year, whatever it is. So as a teenager, when I heard the name consultant, I always thought that a person would charge anywhere between $10,000 and $100,000 for their services. However, we now live in a society where you can get the help that you need to grow personally and professionally for a small fee rather than a king's ransom. Yes, the market rate for bigger organizations will be much higher. While starting a business can be difficult, growing that business exponentially without the proper help can be quite hard. I can't help but giggle at the fact 
that the number of social media channels to manage is increasing, which is quite stressful for entrepreneurs. Look at trends. Oh my goodness. Believe it or not, reels in all of those things. Believe it or not, I thought that growing your business from $15,000 a month to $100,000 a month is difficult. But actually, after helping at least one client achieve this goal, my eyes have truly been open. To put it in a nutshell, it is not as hard as those coaches out there are telling you it is. If you need help with your coaching business to grow exponentially, take a look at my portfolio. Again, head over to the show notes, successandscramble.com forward slash EP274 to get access to the show notes where you can see the link to my portfolio. And if you like what you see, book a call with me and we can discuss requirements in even more detail. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.